So I'm at the store grabbing a few things. Look, my apartment is a wreck to the point of being a level 5 hazmat situation. So I gotta have Pine Salt. Fuck Wonder Drugs, the Super Collider, and the iPod Nano. Any chemical that you can pour into a gas station toilet that hasn't been cleaned or flushed since the land before time one and instantly raises the air quality to the point that's like Santa Claus shit a small Douglas fur is a miracle up there with the lobes and the fishes. Pine scented fishes. <laughs> so I'm waiting in the checkout line so long that I've got penis envy. <laughs> then the other register opens and the clerk says, I'll take the next in line. Which is me. Woo-hoo! You know, that feels good. It's like finding out that you won the lotto while getting a blowjob. Yeah. But then the asshole at the back of the line scoots over and he takes my spot. Dang. So I'm very polite and I just say, um, excuse me? Motherfucker. And this guy flips me the bird and continues checking out. Ah. Now, have you noticed that people as a whole have gotten a whole lot ruder these days? 50, 20, even 10 years ago, this barely happened. It's like there was an unspoken common courtesy rule that if someone did this to you, you and everyone around them was allowed to beat their ass with the nearest small child. But now we just see things like this and we shrug and we go back to what we were doing, patiently waiting. Even I'm guilty of this. I just waited quietly and karma-wise it worked out. I got checked out way ahead of this guy and I got out with plenty of time to spare to slash his tires. But this is happening everywhere these days. I went to a fast food chain recently and it was raining. So I'm sitting there, window down, getting soaked and waiting for these people to take my order, which took over five minutes. And I pull up to the window, thinking to myself, well, maybe they're busy. Hell, there isn't another drive through place around for at least two blocks. But when I get to the window, they're not only not busy, they are laughing their asses off at me. <laughs> and then one hands me my soda and says, aw, did you get a little wet? Hmm. I said, why, yes, my dear, just a tad. Here's how it fucking feels. You know, at two feet, I can fling a soda with deadly accuracy. But I bring this up because everywhere I turn, people are talking about how much ruder the world has gotten. And the thing is, when I look around, I'm not so sure that that's the case. Remember when you were in high school? How many school bullies can you think of? Usually it was just one. I remember mine. He's the guy that pumps my gas now. But I don't think society is churning out assholes like Willy Wonka's production line. Sure, I think there's a lot more of them, but I think the bigger problem is we've just all gotten a lot more dismissive about it, and most of the people that bitch the loudest don't do anything to fix it. And you know who I blame? Bobby McFerrin. See, back in the years BM, before McFerrin, people were more vocal about their opinions and less apt to let people walk on them like a doormat. But then Don't Worry, Be Happy came out, and then two truly horrible things happened. One, he won a Grammy for it, forever making the Grammy a very nice door knocker. Come on, pause the point cast to name one other Grammys one. See, you can't. And if you can, congratulations, your Googling skills are second to none. But the worst thing was that this song became almost a mantra for people, with some doctors even using it for therapy. Sir, I know you have a live rabid badger lodged in your colon, having babies and swinging around in aluminum back, but listen to this. You know, they played this song on the intercoms at Guantanamo Bay, and people got worse than Pavlovian dogs because of this song. You could be getting mugged, and then the robber suddenly drops his gun and keels over. Then right before you kick in his teeth, you'd hear, Here's the little song I wrote. And you'd bend over, pick up his gun, help him up, and hand it back to him and give him your wallet. Now, I'm not saying that if you have a minor misunderstanding or someone makes an honest mistake, you should go ballistic on them. Mainly because sometimes you really do have to pick your battles. If you're built like Spritel from Speed Racer and a guy built like William the Refrigerator Perry takes the last slice of pizza, accept it with good grace because those anchovies sting like a motherfucker if they pass through your sphincter without the benefit of going through the digestion process first. 
But people don't need to roll over and play dead every time someone trips you up in the parking lot either. It is acceptable to say, hello sir, sorry to bother you, but that was most improper. You can season it to taste with the punctuation of your choice. Cocksucker has always been a personal favorite with me since great-great-great-great-grandma Weasel called Lewis and Clark a flaming pair of them after they made off with their last batch of homemade possum fritters. But sometimes having respect for other people includes having a little respect for yourself. And it includes the phrase, do unto others, then run. I mean, as you would have them actually do unto you. And who knows? They might actually listen and understand, and you will see each other in a new light, and both of you can walk off hand in hand into the sunset, finally being of one mind for the same common goal. The complete and total eradication of Bobby McFerrin. Before the Unthinkable Happens, a duet album with William Hung. And this is Pointy Weasel of point.freehost.com and movio.com saying there. <laughs> Finally finished. Come to daddy, sweet elixir. 